Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. No hype, no BS, no censorship. Just real-life online marketing tactics. And now your hosts, Gail Breton and Mark Webster. Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. This week, we are doing daily podcasts. That's right. Every single day, Monday to Friday, there will be a new episode. We're going to be addressing one topic where one of us, Gail or myself, Gail is here as well, we will be addressing one topic and then we'll be having a debate afterwards. And things may get a little bit heated as some of these things we have quite different opinions on. So if you like this format, go on to our YouTube channel, find the episode if you're not already watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up while you're there and leave a comment. Like we want to hear from you. Do you guys like it? Do you want us to do more of this kind of style? Or do you want us to go back and do the, the longer kind of 40 minute type shows? Let us know. So today we are going to be talking about how much time does it take to start an authority site, which is a rather open-ended question, one we get a lot from our students, people thinking of purchasing one of our training courses. And you know, a lot of people, they have this idea that you can do the, the four-hour work week style. Well, you know, Tim Ferriss probably has something to say about this and you know, not spend much time and somehow be successful in a very short space of time, get rich quick, right? That's not really the case, as almost any business owner will tell you. It's a slog, it's a grind, especially when you get started. I know probably a thousand people, who, at least, who run websites that make money, profitable websites as a business. I know zero of them who work at four hours a week or, or fewer. Like Everyone works pretty damn hard. Now, I understand if you have other things going on in your life, you know, maybe you have a full-time job at the moment, that it can be hard to balance the two. And that's one of the, the traps of having a job, essentially. So the, the, the key thing to know about authority sites, starting one, is it is a grind. Gail and I, incidentally, are you both used to be MMO players, so we used to play online video games. And in these kind of like grindy games, you have to level up and, and just grind it out. It's a, it's a massive grind fest. And I think some of that trait, personality trait, lends itself quite well to building websites because especially in the beginning, it's just a massive grind and it sucks and there's very, very little reward. And the rewards you do get are often come a lot later. So there's this like lag. Anyone who starts an authority site, if you look at the first year, look at how much money you spend on the site, you look at how much, how many hours you spend on the site, and then you look at how much you make just in that first year your hourly rate will be horrible, like much worse than working at McDonald's or, or like the lowest paid job, minimum wage in wherever it is you are. I guarantee you will, you will make more money than than this. You know, there are one or two examples of people who break the trend and, and do really well in the first year, sort of towards the end of that year, but it's not the kind of norm. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with that, that delayed gratification. You have to think long-term. You have to always keep in your mind, you know, the value of my business is 30 to 40 times, at least at the moment, monthly net profit. So although I only made $100 in month seven or whatever, that means my, my website's now worth a few thousand dollars. And if you think about it in those terms, it's good. You also have to understand that you are, in your first year especially, building the foundation that you need to grow your website from beyond that. If you don't do this, if you don't do this hard work at the beginning, then you don't have a platform to, to do that, to springboard and to, to really like start making a decent living from this. So, you know, I talked about grinding, I talked about reward lag. This podcast though is supposed to be about how many hours. And I, I really hate answering the question because, I, and, I, and I don't like answering questions with it depends because that's so not a, not a legitimate answer. 
So honestly, you need, you need to be spending several day, several hours a day doing this. And sometimes, especially at weekends, you need to be grinding out like a whole day, do like a 12-hour session. And it's really, really, really important that you are fully committed to doing this. And if it's just a kind of afterthought, oh, you know, when I get home from the bar, I'll, I'll log in and I'll do an hour on, the, on my website. Like that is very, very unlikely to be successful in that case. Now you can cut down the amount of time you're spending on your site if you outsource some of the some of the work, especially the content creation. But what often happens is people just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna just outsource it all, and it's out of sight, out of mind. It, it must be good because this agency has a good reputation or whatever. But they don't check it, they don't apply critical sense, and they don't make it really, really good, which is what you have to do with content. So very, very, very important that you are. What, even if you're outsourcing stuff, you're, you're still kind of like have your fingers in, in everything that's going on with, with your website because quality is very, very important. I would suggest setting a goal, a monthly goal for the amount of time you're going to spend on it in the first month. And then if you, if you do that, if you set that goal, people are very good at making goals happen. So if you say, oh, I want to spend 80 hours in the first month or 80 hours in the first six, per month in the first six months on the site, then you, you will start looking for opportunities to find that time. So you can, so you can, you can sort of ask yourself, do I really need to go out with my friends uh, this Saturday afternoon and watch the football or whatever? Uh, or can I just spend the whole day working on my site? Or when you get home, do I, do I really want to be watching Netflix for a couple of hours or can I just work on my site? So it's very, very important. So you have to be that person who's grinding away while everyone else is being social, enjoying themselves. That is the the grind of starting a business in the first year. But if you do, and if you if you keep going, then it's insanely rewarding and ultimately a lot more fulfilling. And you, you know, once your once your business is up and running, you can actually start taking a little bit of time off here and there and building that kind of lifestyle that you want and being being your own boss. So I hope that kind of like helped answer the, the question a little bit. It's very hard to give specific numbers. Competition in your niche also plays a big part in it. If it's not very competitive, you probably don't need to spend quite as much time. Hit me, go. Yeah, I think the measuring, measuring time against success is a terrible metric. And if you're asking that question, you're already in the wrong place. We have people that after a year make $80 a month. We have people that after a year make $80,000 per month. And it's the same amount of time that elapsed. So the difference is how much shit they got done. And I think, I think you get, it's kind of like the expression you get what you pay for is kind of the same as your business. If you actually not only spend the time, but spend efficient time, because like a lot of people love doing busy work, etc. And I think when people ask me how long, I say, I don't even, I refuse to answer the question because it, some people manage to do so much in an hour and some people do absolutely nothing in an hour. If you're unable to write really fast, if you're unable to put these things together, then it's going to take more time, obviously. And I, it's, it's kind of my problem and it's okay. It's a learning curve. I think some people need more time to make this happen. And it's the same as like when you're learning a new skill, someone can learn piano really like really well in one year and some people are pretty trash after one year. And, uh, and it's, it's like that. But if you're, if you're going to go down that path of you know, doing all this work and hopefully building, building a business, delay, not going out and, and really going all in, surely you're going to want to ask the people the question, you know, how you long to know. am I going to have to do you this You want to for? know, but there's you, no you answer. Need to, you need to have an idea. <laughs> There's not, and that's that's why people will always say it depends or give you kind of like a long ten minute answer. Like where it's kind of like renovating an apartment, you know. You they tell you six months, so it takes eighteen months, you know. And it's like and it's the exact same thing because yeah, but, but but the point is, 
every single person that does that asks how long it's going to take. Absolutely. Because you want it. You want to have an idea. And you want to be mad at someone telling, when you don't reach that time, you know? One person telling you their opinion is a point of data, but it's not like a crystal ball. It's not going to tell you tell you exactly. So it's still worth asking that question and it's still worth us trying to answer, I believe. I do think there's a there's a function of time as well, right? Imagine if I snap my fingers and I have a 300-page website with like 500 linky root domain, right? It's all done. It's like I, it took zero time. It would not rank tomorrow, probably. Like actually, Google also takes its sweet time to rank these sites. So if you're counting on SEO, there, despite the fact that you might be very efficient, there is also a function of like Google is just taking time and doesn't rank the new age domains of the website yeah. very fast. There's the there's all the sandbox effect and all of that. So even if you were very efficient, etc. So if you multiply the essentially the randomness of Google, because it really depends. Like some niches they rank you faster than others, etc by us having no idea how efficient you are at doing your job and at working and at actually doing stuff, you multiply an unknown by an unknown, and the answer is, it depends. <laughs> and that's kind, of like, that's kind of the answer, but you know the factors. You know the factors are going to be, is Google going to uh, take you out of the sandbox fast enough? If you're using something like an H domain, for example, you tend to get out faster. Are you efficient at creating content? Like how quickly can you put 100,000 words together on a website? That's a question you need to answer, and then I can give you a better idea on like how. I mean, even, even then, it's not just about how many words you're writing. Yeah, it's, it's how like, well it's it has done, etc. Quality as well, uh, which is a, a very difficult to measure variable too. So yeah, my another question I had for you is like you're saying it's going to take time, etc., and all that. And Google's releasing all these crazy call go updates, right? With like it's just essentially be like they're like, well, everything we ranked yesterday made I, we were completely wrong. Let us just change all the subs, and it's happening. And we got. So whether you're white hat, gray hat, whatever, kind of everyone's affected. Is it still worth playing the long game if these things are happening every few months? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you're saying is SEO worth it? And like oh, a thousand percent, yes. It's by far the highest ROI activity most websites can do, generating relatively sustainable organic traffic from Google. Now. In the past, you could possibly expect that to be fairly stable and like a nice kind of trajectory going going along. Sometimes these days, even if you're doing a really good job, you for whatever reason you get penalized and lose thirty percent of your traffic on Monday. That happens, right? But the most important thing is that what do you do when that happens? Do you roll over and say, "Oh my God, this is terrible. I'm going to stop stop working on my site and I'm spend nine months trying to figure out what happened." Well, someone actually emailed me and told me they did that was asking me how to fix it. And I'm like, dude, you haven't worked on your site in nine months. And uh, I, interesting, I actually followed up with them the other week. Oh, yeah, sorry. And uh, yeah, you were, you were included. And they replied. And magically, the site came back after another random Google update. And yeah. I was like, well, don't you wish you'd just been working for the last nine months now? Uh, and you, where, where would you be now? So you have to kind of think of it in that perspective. Yeah, I think as well, still, like the cost of traffic compared to paid traffic, et cetera, it's like it's so much cheaper. Uh, the path to success, it's not going to be like a straight, nice, smooth, predictable line. It's going to, they're going to be massive, like big ups, plateaus, and massive drops. Uh, and like every website experiences this now. It doesn't matter what niche you're in, it's just a game. So zoom out and look at the long term picture. Where are you better than you were when you first started, when, than la this time last year? And yeah, think about it in those terms. 
Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I had another question, but I'll put it maybe in another episode. All right, I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, we all have another one coming tomorrow. If you are on YouTube, you can subscribe and like. So we have all these buttons below. Uh, you can also follow us on all the audio podcast platforms. And if you enjoyed this format, drop us a comment on YouTube so that we know that we should keep going or if we should go back to the old format. Thank you for that. Have a good day. Bye.